I have absolutely no idea if this is working on Facebook or not in Facebook Live. I am. So there's a first for me. I'm in Zoom and I've put out some reminders. I let some people know I was here. If anyone wants to pop in, you can IM me in Facebook and I will. Let's see, I'm turning that on right now. You can IM me in Facebook and I'll go in there. But really, why am I doing this? Joe, friend of mine and a coach, uh, someone that decided to get into coaching from some life history he and I have had. He's actually an amazing guy. I just, I, I just shout out to Joe who can't be here today. Had a 30-year career. He might say 28, but a 38-year career as a uh, uh, working in, San, in the San Francisco Bay. And I don't know about you guys, but I think that's one of the most romantic careers or types of jobs someone could have, you know, actually working in the Bay. And he was he was captain of a barge that literally was designed to keep people safe, was removing debris from the Bay, um, anything that was needed to keep all the waterways safe and free of debris and clear of God knows whatever he found. And in that, he also ended up traveling the country when there were major disasters and using his skills in both management and in um just understanding how to crane and work, operate cranes and work different things to clear things safely that need um, a specific type of uh, precision. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he, he is a lot of fun. And he says to me, man, I wish I had more notice. <laughs> and I said, yeah, um, had I waited to give you notice, we may never have a live broadcast and a, and a, Zoom at the same time, because this is truly me moving forward the best way. I don't know if it's the best way. It's the way I'm choosing to move forward to make sure I get it done. Not so much worried about all those other details that are going to come. And, you know, I think the ideal is that we give people a few days notice to know that we're going to be out here. We have other people joining us on the Zoom. So it's collaborative. And then we have fun considering great things that are going to make us better and improve our lives and help us love those closest to us the most. So. Here we are on the first live. And the purpose of us meeting here for me was about integrity. I, I, I meant to do this last night. I was, in, I was in the airport at Miami and I really thought I'd have a good time in the, in the lounge. They have these private rooms. And if I got there early enough, I could make sure I had a private room. And how much fun would that be? And I ended up having the end of this hallway and I just couldn't make it work. I couldn't get the lounge, the, the specific room I wanted, but I ended up down at, the, at this empty hallway and I could not make it work. So I let, I just posted it up there. Um, <clears throat> great news. I'm not that visible and important that I think it's going to crush anyone. And everyone I know is really kind and forgiving and loving right now. So no one's beating me up. And uh, even if they were, I think I'd be okay. So here we are. Someone just said, it's divine time. That's right. It's divine timing. This is all working out exactly the way it's meant to. So here we are on, uh, let me just check messages, make sure no one's coming in here. I'm, I'm going to keep this pretty short today. Yes, indeed. From Chobo, Chobo Studios. Shout out to you. It is all divine timing. And <clears throat> so here, I wanted to talk about integrity. I want to talk about integrity because I hear a lot of people talking about integrity. Uh, I don't know if it's Dave Ramsey, but there's some type of thing that has Ramsey name to it, something Ramsey lead or something like that, that is, that's caught my attention a few times. And there's some bold statements about integrity and being the most important thing in leadership. 
And I wanted to talk about that. And I wanted to talk about leadership in general. It's and what that means. And I want to point something out. Myself included, there's experts out there that are sending to you and to anyone we can that wants to look at them characteristics of great leaders. Seven characteristics, 10 characteristics, four ways to be a great leader, uh, all these tips and tricks or ideas or values or considerations, things that make you a great leader. Oh, and here comes Indy. <clears throat> so as he gets logged, as he gets logged in, we'll say hello. Um, so as we're talking about that, I wanted to point something out to you. Amazing leaders have their own characteristics, leadership traits and characteristics they choose. So when I send you the 10 great characteristics of a leader, it's not a call out to follow what I'm saying as much as it is to have them and to find out what works for you best. And maybe there's 10 instead of seven, because I want you to have op options to pick from. Maybe yours is going to be full of, it's going to be six solid things that you can put definition to. But let's go back to integrity for a minute. Integrity is a really interesting one. It's an easy one to throw out there saying it's the most important. And I don't want to argue with anyone on what's most important or least important. All right, Indy's not coming on video and, and he's still muted. But if he shows up, we'll have him talk. Um, at least say hello. Um, oh, there he is. And you're in Mike. your car. What's up, man? How's it going? Good to see you, brother. Good to see you. Sorry I'm in the car, but I, I felt I had to join. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. You feel like Chinese I don't want to interrupt. So keep going. In. You're right. on a roll. Thanks, brother. <laughs> so when we talk about integrity, I'm sure you know Indy. Um, well, I'll let him talk about himself. He can introduce himself here in a minute. But I, uh, <clears throat> saying he's seen a lot of this um, in his in his industry and in, in it with his career. So. Um, what is the morality that integrity is based on? If we look in the dictionary, it talks about honesty and a certain ethical morality that we're following if we're looking at integrity. But a, a schoolmate of my parents wrote a book called Integrity, and he happened to be the chief of staff for Nixon. And his entire book was about the idea that integrity of the time was based on loyalty. So we were coming from a place of more tribal type of values, and that changes things. I know someone else that's full of integrity, is always talking about integrity, and I believe this person has an, an, a great amount of integrity, strives to be honest, almost rigorously honest, to maybe, maybe on some level too honest with some of some things, if that's even possible, right? Um I think being too honest with opinions sometimes can be hurtful, right? So, but this person runs a significant business, a, a successful company, and I'm not going not to keep names and out of it. I'm just going to say this person is full of integrity and is believed to be full of integrity. However, they're very cause oriented. And everyone has learned that if it comes down to a cause oriented type of topic, watch out, right? So, you might have volunteered for this person or helped this person do anything you want. But if, if the idea that you're threatening the cause, opinions change quickly and emotions fly and other things happen, that doesn't mean there's a lack of integrity. It just means it's based on 
the cause. And the cause is, mo is the most important value and everything else needs to align with that. So values is really where all of this stuff starts, right? And all of the ideas that are out there are not necessarily set in stone. All of the ideas out there that we're looking at for, for uh, characteristics of a leader or um, best ways to show up as a leader. You know, we talk about servant leadership is huge. Uh, I took courses with uh, Robert K. Greenleaf's servant, um, Center for Servant Leadership. And, you know, he had these uh, papers that he wrote, and he was really someone that's known as the grandfather of that whole idea that everyone, that a lot of people talk about. And we can do, we can be full of, of, of leadership from a servant perspective. We've, I've worked with companies where we do an entire turnaround where we take away managerial titles and make it more of a, this is the fall guy. This is the fall person. Now, this is the person that's accountable. There's an accountability spot. So if there's a disagreement, this person will make the final decision. Otherwise, let's everyone do our jobs. And this person's job is to make sure everyone has what they need. And we get rid of the hierarchy long enough to get a structure back if it's completely lost. Um, where do we find integrity in these things? We design it ourselves, we define it ourselves, and we can even define it down to the finest detail. We can define what it looks like for the children in our home, for the people we work with, for different positions in a, in a company. There are values and competencies that go with those values that attribute to how we're showing up in that. So I may be showing up mowing the lawn and there's a value about some type of quality we're looking for in how our home looks. And that these qualities and characteristics and traits might look different if I'm making the front of the house look nice than if I'm making the back of the house look nice, or just if I'm doing that rather than paying bills or doing something else. I, and some of this is just to help you think of all the ways that you could design and how deep and how wide you could go with designing your definition of what this looks like. So that's where I really wanted to start. I don't know if, um, I, I, I don't know if Indy is capable. Of, Indy, can you talk at all being in the, being in the car or are you at a place where you're, are you driving? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, if no. you're driving, we might not want to do that. No, I'm, I'm parked. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm just curious, man, you've seen a lot of this in, in your previous, you know, life is, you know, working for others. But now that you work for yourself, you see leadership and you hear people talking about all these things. What are your thoughts on this so far? Oh man, it's humbling. That's for sure. Um, you know, I've, I've worked in IT for probably almost like eight years, eight to 10 years almost. And, uh, you know, I've been, you know, a hamster in a wheel, just doing the tasks that need to get done and no real managerial experience. And, you know, I'm trying to, uh, I'm not trying to, I am, I'm stepping out boldly, um, into newer waters. And that's more than just management, right? That's like, that's what leadership is really. I've, I've actually, uh, been reading this book uh the richard branson yeah. book the virgin way yeah where he talks a lot about leadership in there and how it's it's more or less your bit your you know your graceful ability to to uh navigate uncertain waters right so that's what i'm doing 
Um, so like even, even yesterday I, I, uh, was on a call with a potential partner. Um, and you know, this is, this is my first time attempting a partnership, right? So there's some things that I'm uncertain about, but I wanted to at least set the stage so that both parties, me and, and this guy, you know, if things don't go as planned or if we don't hit the goals necessary for the partnership to work, that we both can leave no resentments, hands clean. And I think that's, you know, that's more or less what I'm like, that's the goal, right? It's like, if, I, if I'm, if I'm uh, going into uncertain waters, it's easy to build resentment. You know, if you're doing work for free or if you're doing some sort of, uh, uh, you know, partnership where it's, on, you know, the either uh, monetization, the payments or whatever is kind of unclear. Right. So uh, so I, I could talk. I could uh, chat your ear off all day about this, but uh, stop me if, if, uh, if that's enough. But uh, no, it's yeah, good. I I'm, think- I'm just I'm practicing it. Yeah. Well, and you sell yourself short a little bit, right? I mean, in your in your humility, because you are, you know, for those that don't know, can I just call out who you are? Sure. Yeah, so yeah. So Indy owns uh, Chobo Studios. That's C H O B O Studios, and he, for a number of years, he says he's in IT, but he has been the engine. You know, when he talks about the hamster wheel, driving podcasts for that amount of time, right? So at different functions and 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 along the way and he now owns a studio doing this a very successful studio doing this for successful podcasts as a matter of fact podcast owners that have had podcasts in the past have sought him out and hired him and hired his studio to do their podcast for them and um so we're talking about a really dialed in professional here that has heard a lot of people out here talking about different things and promoting different things um so that's how it gives you a different, unique perspective, really, because you hear so much, you know, and we're all reading the books. I haven't read Richard, that book of his yet, um, but he's actually a really interesting character because he promotes a lot of finding what works for you. Right. He, right. He's got a rhythm and a, and, a, and a way that works for him in the different things. But yeah, the subtitle of the book is if it's not fun, it's not worth doing. That's right. <laughs> and there's one of those values right integrity for him would be a fun thing to discuss right um eagle the guy i was talking about that wrote that book eagle bud crow is the guy if you get his book integrity it's pretty interesting and when watergate happened he was the first person who just stood up and said yeah this is what we did i'll pay the price he paid his price he did his thing and he and he was done but his point was is that everyone was doing the same thing in that era but it was based on loyalty. So that was really, and he made a lot of points, but you know, he's the one that let Elvis into the, into the Oval Office with a pistol and ammunition <laughs> to give to the president. That would never happen today. <laughs> so certainly times have changed, but you know, the interesting things that we think about, about what works when we're basing our, you know, when, when we don't consider our specific values, right? Fun is really important to Richard Branson, and he's created brands around making sure that that's there. Integrity for him probably looks a little bit different than somebody who is more nose to the grindstone and not as and fun is outside the office, and they're trying to just minimize their time and get through it, right? Um, 
So I don't know. The, those are ideas for to, con, to consider. But the point is, we get to decide for ourselves what our values and our characteristics are. If we want uh, the one of the things I like to talk about, or one of the points I like to make is that a lot of us think the best thing to do is find someone successful and do what they did to get where they're going. And that's not a terrible idea. It's, it's actually a solid idea to follow someone else's footsteps. But sometimes in our rapidly changing times and with life cycles of businesses and verticals and all the things that happen in business, if we're not seeking what they sought and only following their footsteps, if we're not seeking the desired result, we're missing the boat. And there's too many things we might miss. And maybe we're seeking a different result. Maybe we're seeking something and we're still following someone's steps, but those steps might change with that vision and with what we're seeking and how we're seeking it. And we all get, we all get to do that differently. And if you're a leader, you're developing your own vision, your own purpose statements, your own culture of your company. And you know what that looks like as you hire people for them to show up and look that way. You know, and to demonstrate those values in their behavior. And you certainly have the opportunity to design that for yourself. So I guess that's what the call out is of the entire call here is to consider these things as taking them on as ownership, not just following the herd as to what's going on and doing whatever the popular thing is under the popular guise, because we might get trapped in a system of loyalty instead of a something we, and that might be, valuable and valid for that situation but we might get caught in that without knowing it it's much better to know it walking in so yeah i think especially with loyalty um it's it's a it's a balancing act right like you could be too loyal and it can and it can hurt you um you know we've seen this with the past president and everybody (laughs) you know not to take a political but like you know if you stick your guns too far it, it may help you. It may hurt you. Um, but I think being loyal is, 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 a, is, is a noble quality when it's, when it's well measured. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, and loyalty is interesting. I, I take loyalty, you know, I've had a couple of coaches, you know, when I developed this five-year plan, this point of awareness plan and doing all these things, I was a coach and I, I was, I'd written, this uh, this book and a couple other things about the same time and i was starting on this journey in in the coaching world and you know um lori karn was my first coach through a weight loss clinic that i met and she helped me lose a ton of weight out of this huge out of this really unhealthy place and this really miserable feeling place that i was in with where i was at with how i was handling food and um also my belief systems around a lot of things and she was amazing. Well, then John Madsen, I met right when COVID happened, when I was moving in the wrong direction again, right? But I, I was within my framework of this point of awareness plan where I could still win. I had given myself enough time in my planning to still win. I was very loyal to Lori. I'm still loyal to Lori. And because of what she was able to do for me. And I also, but then I went and worked with John at, at what's now superhuman. And I'm loyal to him. I have a way of helping clients with their fitness, with tracking and recording if they don't have that. But if they have a fitness program they're working with, or if they want a really specific fitness plan to work in, they might need a fit pro to work with. And I would tell anyone, 
that there's no one better than working with John if you're looking to find the hit the goals that he talks about helping people hit. Right. So if you're and if you're ready for what he has to offer, boom, there's no one better to give it to you. And I have loyalty to say that's certainly what got me to that final point. But it was stages, right? And I know my role in it with strengths and helping people move through those stages to find the best version of themselves and design the best version of themselves. So, and there's other people that do a lot of the same. So, but that loyalty is about not for me, is about not forgetting about and not ever trying to do something that's not who I am. So loyal to myself first and not trying to show up in a way that's not me. And I am absolutely the guy that has chased getting in the best overall mental, spiritual, emotional condition of my life that humanly possible. And I'm still on that journey, right? So that's definitely been me. And I've tried a lot of things over 30 something years, Um, but I'm not John Madsen. He's the best at being him and doing what he does. I'm not Lori Karn. She's the, she's the best at doing what she does and the way she does it. And I'm never going to be Jim Clifton with Clifton strengths or any of the guys that operate that science, right? But I can be who I am and how I use it. So loyalty for me is not forgetting where I come from, who I am as a person and what I have to offer and acknowledging others for their part of what they've done. Never losing sight of that. And um, so anyway, integrity lives within all those things, right? For me, integrity, I believe in extreme ownership and honesty. And if we can't be honest with each other, not with our opinions, but with our insights, right? I think that our intuitions are really key. And um, so that's how I would define more. I I have defined and I do define integrity a little bit deeper as far as not shying away from the nature of our intuition and being honest being honest with that information that it's given to us and allowing people to have their own experience with it. I spent a lot of years trying to save people their own experience with things that were there to help them grow because I wanted to save people the hurt or pain or struggle that I went through. And that's not always necessary. Sometimes just by, sometimes we can save people a struggle or save people just by being who we are and showing them what we know. It's up it's up to the individual to, to, to choose where they're going to have a struggle or not struggle. We can certainly teach them how to release. Um, so anyway, that, those are my thoughts on it. And man, Indy, I'm so glad you got here um, and you chose to jump in. This was last minute. Shout out to Joe who couldn't be here. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad I moved forward with it. And I'm super happy you were here. I appreciate you so much. I'm going to be out there soon and I'll see you for uh the funniest thing with Daryl and Ed, I'll be there for that one of these days soon. And um, I'll keep flipping you recordings and stuff. So figure out where we're going. thank you for the kind words and the plug. I appreciate it. Anybody listening, need any help podcasting? You can, uh, you can go to chobostudios.com or podshuttle.io. I have a DBA where I have remote editing service. So if you need anything, cut up for social media, YouTube, anything, uh, we can, we can set up a remote workflow for you and, uh, get you being a content powerhouse. So thank you. Thank you, Spikes. Yeah. Hey, do you still have the studio, the set, the, the alternate studio too, for YouTube videos or are you repurposing that? Yeah, it's, it's the same as where I left it last time. Um, there's no, there's not a lot of demand for it at the moment, but it's set up and ready to go. Nice. Uh, 
I'm, I'm kind of using it partly as storage, so it, I could just move stuff out of the way <laughs> and, and shoot some stuff. So. Hey, real world yeah. is real world. <laughs> yep, yep. You're still working hard to show up and do your best for people, man. And I, I love and appreciate that about you. You put your heart into everything you do. So um, thank you, bud. Appreciate and it. And your whole team does. So, all right. Appreciate you, brother. I'm going to, I'm going to sign us off and um, look forward to seeing you later. All right. Fairly well. All right, brother. We'll see you. See you. All right. Now I get to learn how to end this. I think I just did end. So I'm going to do that and see what happens. Peace out to everybody. Um, if you're watching this, know that I appreciate you. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for joining us for another amazing episode of The Point with me, Jeff Spikes. The greatest compliment you could give me is liking, loving, and sharing this episode with all your friends. So please, if you're on Spotify, iHeart, or iTunes, leave a five-star rating and review. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. Make sure to tag me. I love hearing from you, the listeners of this show. The links for all my social and iTunes are in the show notes. Also, if you'd like to engage with me in anything related to my coaching, consulting, speaking, or programs, please visit jeffspikes.com for everything you would need to know to engage with me offline. And lastly, thank you for your time, your attention, and your consideration. This is The Point.